What's going on, everybody? I hope you're enjoying our YTG Global Podcast. This couldn't be possible without Anchor, which is by far the easiest way to make or produce a podcast. Why do you ask? Hmm. Simple. Because they're free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I got everybody I got everybody cla- uh got everybody in here. Yeah, man. It's um I I I got damn, I love it, man. I love it. I just mm-hmm. love the entertainment value of it. Like, oh, when it comes awesome. to actual sports news, I mean, it is what it is, you know? Damn, that's my phone right there. Don't worry about that. When it comes to actual sport news, it is what it is. But the fact that you get that 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 Hollywood aspect of it, mm-hmm. you can't. I mean, that, you can't. You can't find it anywhere else. I was like, you can't pay for that. You're you can't find now. it anywhere else. It's no. shit's organic. It like, is like uh, like the topic of a uh, uh, podcast of, of the podcast. That's right, keeping it organic. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dev, what's going on with you, man? I'm Gucci, baby. I am. I am here. I am there. I am. I'm in the everyman. Yeah, I, I, I'm good, man. How you doing, Rick? Man? You know what? I can't. I can't complain. You know, woke up this morning, so I'm, I'm already winning. <laughs> I'm telling you, a- am I breathing? Yeah, I am. Did I wake up? Can I see? Can I hear? Can I taste? You can always find a reason to complain. That's true. But over here, over here, being wild, we just we just gonna enjoy ourselves. That's man. what we doing. Yeah. So what we got today? We got uh the weekend news by being wild. This is our first offshoot of this one right here. We're doing something mm. a little bit different. Switching it up. Yeah, you know, the thing is that we got we got so many offshoots. We got the the US Olympic meme team. We got the uh the open mic. We got the game cast. Hot ones. We got the yeah, the versus the internet. The looking for love with being wild. I ain't, we ain't even done that we one yet. Done diving yeah, to that one. That's yeah. a little plug Jesus. for the future. But Dang. yeah, I always wanted um to get back to the roots of being wild while we uh kind of starting. This is this is yeah. it right here. Well, it's, it's just the weekend news, our spin on it, you know. True. I yeah. mean, there is a lot that goes on throughout the week mm-hmm. that provides us with so much content just to touch on. And that's, like, why this offshoot was bred in the first place. Like, yo, there's so much we can just touch on, talk about, and kind of dive into. Mm-hmm. Like you said, get back to the roots. Get back to the that's, roots. That's what it's supposed to be about. Yeah, so pretty much we uh we got five topics for you, Uh, five topics ranging in sports, entertainment, we got some strange news. We got some uh, some current event news. All that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just uh, we just go from there. I'm uh, I'm excited, man. Got the got the got the the morning mimosa. Oh, oh definitely yeah. got the the morning mimosa is kind of kicking off the day. Yeah, I mean morning. It's like twelve forty, that but is, that's true. You know what that remind me of? <laughs> 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 that remind me of? Uh, remember Negro Damas on uh, Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. when he said uh, Arsenio. What did he say? Arsenio. Maybe it's Arsenio Hall. He's like Arsenio Hall will have a uh, a talk show. It'll be called uh, Good Morning Black America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll start yeah, it off at 12, 12, 12 noon every single day. <laughs> yes, bro, I remember that. Sh- I'm telling you, like, that's when it, that's when we getting up, we getting rolling, we getting, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We got a lot going on as black folks, man. So we, we enjoy, we yeah. appreciate our rest. And not to mention, we were here for about 30 minutes just shooting the shit, listening to music, See, setting up. That's that's the content that people don't get the privilege of being a part of. Oh, I, re- I, re- I recorded a lot of it. Oh, so you did yeah. get it. Okay, see, yeah. like that's when like 
the brain child. That's when the brainstorming is here. That's when we just bounce stuff off each other. Mm-hmm. That's like that. That good content. That's like premium. That's that premium that's content that right premium. there. That's that only fans content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that being why gold. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. You ready? Get, you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Go ahead and right. run down the topics. Yeah, yeah, so topics we got today. We um we're gonna talk first topic is gonna be um we're gonna talk about a story from a USA today dealing with the the coronavirus and uh and uh sports uh, entertainment and how they both may intertwine. Let me uh let me maximize this too as well. Actually, no, I'm not gonna maximize it. I'm just gonna read it off. Um, what, what's your thoughts real quick before I get into? It? What's your thoughts on this whole coronavirus thing? Um, I think the public as a whole is just completely missing the concept of common sense. Okay. Uh, wash your damn hands. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get back to the basics. Back to the roots of just being clean people. Um, I definitely think whether it's uh, I, I do believe there's a little bit there's been some um, kind of fudging of numbers and news and you know maybe possibly from China as far as just how rampant it was at the time there mm-hmm. um, you know they kind of downplayed it a lot um, but I also think media United States as we are well aware just kind of sensationalizes a lot of things and then people just in their own head and their own minds and stuff, man, they just kind of take off. They just run with it. Right, 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 and, right. I mean, I, so, someone was telling me to the man the other day that people were calling in schools, asking school administrators what they're going to do about the virus. Like, ma'am, Karen, <laughs> with, with the very specific haircut. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that uh, that, that dumbass comb over. That, yeah, yeah, the dumbass comb over <laughs> with the side shave. Like, look, uh-huh. what is a school principal going to do about a virus? Like, there's absolutely nothing. Like. I'm going to teach a science class real quick. Right. Like, yeah. what are we going to do? Like, yo, be me, smart, common sense. Allow me to give some perspective real quick, and then let's, we'll go into the article. Let's do it. Uh, it's a, I, got a, I got a meme here. It's a short list of things that should have killed us. So I'm just going to go from uh, 2000, you had Y2K. 2001, you had anthrax. 2002, you had West Nile. 2003, you had weapons of mass destruction. 2004, remember SARS? You had that I shit. 2005, SARS. you had the bird flu. 2006, E. coli. 2007, uh, vaccines itself, you know, the things that are supposed to help you not get sick, you know, that 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 right there. 2008, the economy. Uh, podcast for another day. <laughs> 2009, swine flu. 2010, the BP oil spill. Watch out right there. Yeah, yeah. 2000, uh, 2011, Obamacare. Uh, that was, yeah. Of course. Remember 2011. Right. 2012, the end of the world. Remember that shit right there. I do remember yeah. that. What, wasn't there a movie? Dude? There was a movie. It came out in 2009. Not a bad movie, too. As no, well. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it I was. I enjoyed it. Uh, 2013, North Korea. 2014, Ebola. 2015, ISIS. Jesus Christ. By the way, which which never had a plane. Just want to throw it out there for everybody. We never had one just, jet. Just so you know. Yeah. 2016, Zika. Oh, my God. Zika, yes. Oh, during the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2017, uh, uh, avian flu. 2018, the swine flu is back. 2019, <laughs> me- measles. Oh. And, and 2020, we're here at the coronavirus. God, Jesus. It, it's it's kind of weird, um, you know, how that, that's been playing out mm-hmm. for, for this long. Yeah. And then I've seen somewhere else where it was like, uh, why is it that coincidentally during election years, something <laughs> major comes something about? Pops up. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. Coincidence? Uh, 
I, I don't know, but you know, hey, easy man. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to die today. Yeah, right. My breaks was surprised. Used to go out as I, <laughs> as I leave this house. <laughs> now nah, talk that truth though. Talk, uh, talk the I truth. Mean, it's it's we'll, weird. We'll you know what I'm saying? Like, and like I said, it's not necessarily that I am a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. It's just something that I came across, and then I got it got me to thinking, which I believe a lot of theories, a lot of the you know saying conspiracy theorists like. Whether they're pushing an agenda, whether the news is, it's all designed to get you thinking. Yeah. Think on your own. On your own. Stand on your own two feet. Use your own mind to think. And that's why I think a lot of this, people just throw that information out there. And you think about it. Election year. Every election year, there's always something major happening in the country where we got to worry about health. And then what is always a topic of discussion during election year? Oh, health care. Always. So it's like, do they go hand in hand? Of course, but like you know, so it's like one of those things to think about, man. Like, what's what's going on? Like, hey, Dev, I want to thank you for coming out today. I hope I hope I'll be able to see you next week. Hope another bad happens through you throughout the week. No, <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, you uh, you raised an interesting point because you look at that list I just read too as well. I mean, hmm. I mean, a lot of that was yeah. It, it the, just, the, the economy, two thousand eight. I mean, that was one thing. That, but that's like I said, separate pockets for its own, own time. But um, let's uh. Let's go ahead and get into this article right here. Uh, according to USA Today, uh, what if the coronavirus concerns for sports leagues to close its doors to fans, which mm. has already happened in Italy? So I'm just going to read the article, and we'll go for it. It's a short article, so everybody bear with me. All right. The stands were empty, and the stadium was eerily quiet. There was no walk-up music, no in-game promotions. A uh, player in one dugout could e- easily hear the conversations in the other. All right, quote from uh, then uh, Baltimore Orioles uh, manager uh, Buck Showalter. You didn't even have the car down to the bullpen. You can just tell. This was in 2015 when the whole Freddie Gray situation popped off. And oh, played that. Yeah, they Baltimore played that one on game. fire. Yeah, yeah gotcha. Baltimore was on fire. Oh, my God, Baltimore was on fire at that point. Woo, yeah. Now it's, uh, the coronavirus continues to spread. The idea of holding sporting events without spectators in the United States has gone from far-flung hypothetical to legitimate possibility. That is nuts. So here it is right here. Let's get into the meat of it. Multiple NBA team executives told USA Today Sports that they have considered playing behind closed doors, but only as a last resort contingency plan. They requested uh, anonymy. Anonymy? Anonymy. Because, there it is. Thank you. Because uh, they were not authorized to speak publicly about the situation. The NBA sent teams a memo Friday telling them to prepare for the possibility of playing games without fans and to identify essential personnel who need to be in attendance for such games. What the hell is going on? Bro, <laughs> what? That is absurd. Yeah. And the thing, like, I had no idea. I had no idea this was a thing. Like, this was something that was seriously being contemplated. Right. That's crazy to me. But my thing is that what, this, what makes this more different than – um. HIV or, you know, just the pneumonia itself, we can still kill people too as well. Why this one? Why and you read and I read all those other like I'm not I'm not a scientist by any means. Mm, but true. all those other, you know, we are survivors of all those other uh, diseases that popped exactly. up left and right. Still here. What makes this situation more different than that one? If I had an answer, hmm. I'd give you one. I don't look at it any different. Like I said, common sense approach. Right. Like, the most prevalent thing that we experience each year when it comes to health is the flu, mm-hmm. as far as a recurrence. Obviously, now there's individual health concerns. We're not talking about that. We're talking about, like, viral infections. Right. It's the flu. 
And what's the number one they tell us every year? Yo, wash your hands, be clean, cover your mouth, you know. You at a gas station. Yeah. After you use the pump, you may want to keep some uh, some hand sanitizer here to clean yourself off. Right. Like when you're washing, when you're in the bathroom, in the restroom, use your paper towel to open the door when you leave and then throw it in the trash outside. Like common sense approach to this type of stuff. What's any different between the regular common flu that we experience every year and this? Nothing. Mm. It's just, it's being sensationalized. It's being made this out to be something that is just absurd. You're going to literally close off games or you're contemplating closing out games to the public? Huh? I believe the recovery from the coronavirus is above 90%. This from what the studies I've seen from like uh, national health websites. I believe so. Yeah, I think uh, like 39,000 have recovered but like 3,000 have died from it. or Those numbers are were off. That was like last week's numbers. But the fact is that you have a high chance of recovering from it than you do. And the thing is that in the way it affects, from, I've been reading to as well, like an elderly individual. Which, by the way, a flu, can, you know, not a flu, can be a, deadly. A, a common cold can be deadly right. to an 87-year-old individual. Just because right. your immune system is older and it's been. It's compromised. Yeah, it's, exactly. You know. It's compromised. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use that. Keep that later. Throw it in the bank. Put it on T-shirt. Bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) But 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 seriously though, um, first thing first, just be clean. Take showers. If your kids are, you know, out playing around with other kids, you should be taking care of them and make sure they're clean. You know, take care of yourself. Not to mention it's pollen season. I take about three showers a day. I'm telling you, I take one at night. Uh, well, I'm sorry. When I wake up, Mm -hmm. I um, if I'm let's say let's say all right, this is what I do. Wake up, take a shower. Work out, take a shower. Then I'm out and about during the day. I got to take another shower to wash the pollen off of me. And that's just doing pollen. And that's not, that's not like anything, I mean, not really contagious, but you can. Still, yeah. yeah. But that's pollen itself. I mean, but, but you're going out, dealing with people left and right, you know, yeah, please just wash your ass. That's uh, all it is. I'm, the day. I'm telling you, bro, It's I, where is common sense in all this? Um, that it's it's crazy. It's, it's like people are just completely ignoring the simple, the simplicity of avoiding infections and getting sick. Can, be clean. Can you imagine the NBA Finals game with just no fans in the building? <laughs> you can't, what that would do to the league's reputation? Le- LeBron said straight up. He said he's not playing if it's uh, no fans in the in the, um, in the no. He said he ain't doing it. A couple other players said the same thing. No, bro. It's like imagine. Imagine if there was no snowball. Imagine if they decided to close out um, Green Bay Stadium, Lambeau Stadium, mm-hmm. because it was going to be, they were expecting six inches of snow. Right, right, right. And they didn't want to put their fans at risk. So, the, no snowball, like the players out there by themselves, not even being broadcast or with no fans, like, that's crazy. Like, these people, these players, these guys are out there for a reason. They're playing against their love. They understand the risk of, that comes with it, whether it's physical injury, whatever the case is. Fans, by any means, are under the same threat. If I'm going to pay my money, if I'm a season ticket holder, bitch, that them doors better be open <laughs> for me come game time. Damn a, damn a coronavirus, flu, or whatever the case may be. I spent my money to be in here. I need to be in there. How can you expect those guys to go out there and play in front of an empty stadium? Come on, man. Can I, can I transition a little bit, too, as well? Let me take this platform and say something else. Wrap it up, everybody that's out there. You you out there having sex with some chick you just met at the club, Man. vice versa, some dude you just brought home. Wrap it up. 
SCDs are a real thing. That's a real thing. You know, they always say, you know, what happens here stays here. But it's also something else they say too as well. For the dumbest thing I've yeah. ever heard. Is- yeah, the clock comes back with you. AIDS, <laughs> HIV comes back all with you. All of that shit comes back. Yeah, UTI, all that thing. All that comes back with you. Please Dang. wrap it up. Tell you, no be glo- smart. No glove, no love. Now, with a man like myself, I've been off the glove for a while. That's very true. But yeah. you've also been there. <laughs> so, that's different. Know. I got, I got. Yeah, that's that's different. It, I mean, it is what it is. You you do what you got to do. You know, just make sure you get tested at the end of the day. Just be that's smart, it. man. Be, be smart. smart. Be like, smart. For real. Yeah. Jeez. And the uh, oh, first of all, a couple of shots. Will, what's going on with you? No, oh, Daniel, what's going on with you, baby? Facebook Live for everybody oh, we got, out there. Oh, we got people joining in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome, Li- everybody. Facebook Live for the Apple uh, Podcast Spotify audience, too, as well. We do that every single show. I feel like I need to say that. Any last words on um, coronavirus? Be smart, ladies and gentlemen. Wash your hands. Yeah, just just please. San- Common sense approach. Hand sanitizer should be in everyone's car. It, it it should be a staple. I feel like hand sanitizer, like the small personal bottle, is like every mom's like go to. Yeah, like first you know kit, all like, that. Yeah, we got one in here. Uh, we do. We have our own in here. <laughs> it's been in here for <laughs> for weeks, months. That bottle right here, and we use it, ladies and gentlemen. We use it. Yeah, like, it's not just there for show. Like we use our hand sanitizer. Go outside, take a piss. What are we doing? Hey, we come hand, back. We come back using it in the hand sanitizer. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. So just be smart, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Don't listen to the media. Don't get caught up in the hype. Don't just, get caught just up in smart. the hype. Like, look, like you said, Rick, a lot of people that's, that died were just immune compromised to begin with. Right. Come on now. If it don't apply to you and you're doing the right thing, you're being clean, hey, keep at it. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Get yourself checked out if you are coming down with some symptoms. Find the facts for yourself, too, as well. Don't take our word for it. Go do the research yourself, please. We got the world. We have knowledge at our fingertips. Yeah. There is not a person to walk around here without a phone of some sort. An audio, video device that can pull up data from anywhere, from any time in human there history. You go. Well, just about just, any time in human history. You know. Yeah. Close enough. A few questions, but we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is being my podcast, a snapshot of humanity. Mom, what's going on with you? Let's uh let's transition to the next topic. All right, bet, bet. As I uh finish the rest of this cup, you can uh you can light that thing up whenever you want to too as well. What's the, oh okay, all right, okay, I got yeah, you, got yeah. you, got you, got we, you. We over here, being watched slash club Shay Shay. Club. <laughs> they don't know about the club Shay Shay. <laughs> they don't know about the club Shay Shay though. They learning though. They learning. <laughs> nah, so. Next topic, uh, it's just something that I came across. Um, bring, your, bring your mic down some. Let the people see the let the people see the face. Want to see this beautiful, beautiful mug I got going on right here? <laughs> um, just something that kind of resonated with me. Um, what you got? So Alabama inmate uh, Nathaniel Woods has just recently been executed for the uh, murder of three police officers in Alabama. Okay. Um, now. As it came closer and closer to his execution, um, there were activists and politicians, all sorts of individuals that was coming to his side, imploring the Supreme Court in Alabama, as well as the United States Supreme Court and the governor to kind of intercede. Why so? Was he guilty or was there evidence saying he wasn't? So here's the thing. Okay. Alabama has an antiquated um, policy or law in effect that. Wait, wait, hold a second. Alabama antiquated? Yeah. Well, huh. that, that's, that's an oxymoron, Jeez. I guess, right? That's, who would have hey. thought? <laughs> who who would have thought, right? Hey, 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 sorry, sorry, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Nick Saban. But you, but you but, know. Yeah. You uh, know, Deontay. You know. 
<laughs> um, but no. Uh, so so the thing is, if you are an accomplice in a crime that results in someone being murdered, you are potentially just as liable as the individual that pulled the trigger. Mm. So you can just be present, and because someone decides to go off the rails during a robbery, and they pull the trigger and shoot someone, you are just as guilty as the person that actually committed the crime. So what happened in Nathaniel Wilson's case is they were selling illegal substances in their home, mm-hmm. and they were being raided by the three police officers. Now, according to Woods. He was not a part of the scheme to set up the police officers. He was merely a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. It was his accomplice that decided and that has admitted and that wrote a handwritten letter to the governor stating full response, taking full responsibility for the crime, saying Nathaniel had no idea that I was going to do this. It was just his claim was self-defense that the officers was assaulting Woods, so he had to help his friend out. He fired the shots off that killed the three officers. Mm-hmm. He has taken full responsibility for the crime, saying that it was just me. They think you had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I acted on my own. He is innocent. Now, this is a man, and now he is also on uh, death row as well. But I mean, can we really like? The way I look at it is, what is a governor or a Supreme Court going to really take the word of a death row inmate saying that he is, you know, fully responsible for these crimes? Right, 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 know, right. If they got two individuals already on the books. That's how I kind of look at it. I feel like they just kind of brushed them off. Yeah. So his accomplice takes full responsibility for all crimes committed, for all murders, and saying he had nothing to do with it. And yet, the governor, in her own words, now if I can find the quote, uh, she says, this is not a decision that I take lightly, but I firmly believe in the rule of law that justice must be served. Now, my issue with that is, are you, are you saying that justice must be served in light of overwhelming evidence that someone is potentially innocent or that someone is admitting to their crime? You're, yeah. yeah, so he he did nothing. He was just there. He was present. He was in the home. When the the murders occurred, could you imagine just like you're in the basement chilling, then you upstairs you have pop 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 pop, and you're like, what the fuck? You come upstairs, you see three individuals dead, and mm. no one else is around, and you get arrested for it. No, of course your DNA is not on anything. You know, there's no. no fingerprints, nothing like that, and then you're doing time in jail. How many how many years did he do? Uh, so this was in 2004. His trial was in 2005. Yeah. And he was so 15 years. 15 years. So, well, I guess you could say 15 and a half to 16 because it, yeah. it happened in 2004. So, but 15 to 16 years on death row. Not only that, here's the kicker. Hmm. Here's the kicker, Rick. I didn't even tell you this. Uh oh. There was a fourth officer that was shot as well. Oh. He survived. In his own words, he admits Nathaniel Woods wasn't the one that pulled the trigger. Not only that, but he recollects that Nathaniel Woods was actually running and screaming out, he gives up. So I do recall him yelling once we breached the home, Nathaniel yelling that he was giving up, that he was laid prostrate, that he was not resisting arrest or in any form. This is the fourth officer that was shot. 
is recollecting this during the trial, mm-hmm. telling him that not only did he not pull the trigger, but that he recalls him yelling that he gave up, that he he was he was turning himself in. Take that how you want. What does that mean then? If we can still send a man to jail, to death row, and execution, and your own employee, your own state employee, someone that is involved, that was there, tells you that, no, it wasn't him. This is what this individual did. This man had a family. (laughs) This man had people that loved him. And he was just in the wrong spot at the wrong time when shit popped off. God damn, man. That's right. It uh, It was about a week ago, right? Yeah, 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 hey, yeah, a few, yeah. Yeah, a few days ago, man. How did uh, just out of curiosity, just just for the record, how how's that did it go down? Was it was it lethal injection? Yeah, was it lethal injection? Say so he had no words, you know, usually to give you your, you know. Yeah, how was he during the last the last moments? They said he he was silent. He had nothing to say. Leading up to it, he said he had expressed everything that he could possibly do in his defense. So when it came time for the execution, he said he was quiet. He's he's probably just thinking back of that one day, like where else could I have been at? Where the fuck else could I? That's all. That's the only thing I could be thinking of. Like, what could you have done differently? Yeah, for the last fifteen years, that's all I could think about. What um, is there any plans to change the law before we, before we get back into Nate Woods? Not that that I've seen. Now, now, mind you, the execution and that law as well was um. Only reinstated in 1973. Reinstated? It was reinstated. Oh, my God. So that means they had done away with the law. And then brought it back. As well oh. as state executions. They had done away with those policies. And then in 1983, they reinstated them. So I find it hard to think uh, uh, that they're going to be getting rid of it soon if you brought it back, knowing at some point it might have been wrong, but you brought it back anyway. Was anybody in political office trying to get him out? I have I have not seen anyone uh, particular or of no you know like notability. Right, right. Um, but there were, uh, according to the article, a slew. Um, Doc, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, was one of the uh, proponents on, on one of his defendants. Nice. Yeah, got it. Say, hey, look, more mimosas coming. Definitely. Go on. Um, yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. Was an advocate on his behalf. Um, as we all know, Martin and, Luther King Jr. Yeah, you Martin Luther the third, the third. Okay, third, okay, the okay, third. okay, got you. Um, was a, was an advocate on his behalf. Now, say what you want about her, but Kim Kardashian has been doing a lot for inmates. You know what she has, and she, she was got in uh, she got uh, Miss Johnson. Um, uh, I mm-hmm. forget her first name. So I just call her Miss Johnson. She got her off. Yep. Yeah, went to uh, Trump's office and uh, yeah, done. Did that. Did it. Yeah. Clemency. Mm. Boom. Let's let's do this. She was also an advocate on his behalf. Uh, so there were some some noteworthy individuals that was, you know, pulling for this guy. That's sad, man. You know, just, you know, who cares what kind of substance was there? I know some people like, oh, there was drugs there, so, I mean, I guess he deserves to be killed. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, motherfucker, shut the fuck up. All right, <laughs> yeah, first, first pretty, and foremost. Pretty much. Yeah. Let's do that. You know, this man was just in the house when bad things took off, and he ended up losing his life. There's one life on this planet because of something he had no no involvement with because of a antique law in a backward state, which is Jesus. the best I, best I could put it no, right it's, there. It's, it's a perfect description, though. They are behind the times. 
Oh, of course. Yeah, easily. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad. You got it. Yeah, Florida, man. How about Alabama, man? Look, I, I, look Florida, whenever you hear today in Florida, oh, you God. know it's going to be some wild ass story. Whether it's some, whether it's stand your ground, bullshit application of stand your ground. And we're not going to go there. That's oh, podcast God. for another day. But bake that correctly. Yeah. But, but whether it's, it's something like that or then you got, you know, Alabama. Like, I love my southern states. You know, I, uh-huh. I've been I, all through them. Travel, got, got family in the south. Got family in the south, man. Eh. But jeez, you know, when you think about the the climate that that has been that has been like cultured and there since the United States' inception, uh, it, it's crazy that some of those mindsets are still there to this day. People just look at it differently down there. You know, it's crazy about that law too that they reinstated. If it was uh, somebody noteworthy in Alabama, they got caught up with that law. I guarantee that thing would have been changed Come on. quickly. Come on, quickly. Let's 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 be real. Yeah, let's of be course. real. That's how it always works. When it affects you is one thing, but when it affects me, okay, uh, uh, all right, well, this is this isn't right right yeah, here. Wait, wait a minute, who? What now? My nephew? Yeah, is, is facing charges because because what? He was in the car with someone who decided to be an asshole. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. We're going to do something about this. Like, oh, okay. All right, cool. Well. Why not apply that to everyone? Everyone has the the right to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got people out here getting arrested for bounce checks, which is, I mean, it is what it is, but get people on Wall Street taking money, doing dirty shit with it all day. Let's not get walking. into corporate crimes. They all here just walking free in suits. Suits. Yeah. I mean, head held high. Smiling. It's fucked up. It's fucked so up. It, it, it's crazy when, like, when stuff like that happens. <sighs> You know what? Whenever I hear stories like this, pass it, pass it, OJ for me, please. Whenever stories like this, what I, what I, what I wanted to do for a while, and it's, it's, it's actually kind of difficult. Not saying it's hard, but it'd be at this point. I don't know. I don't know. What, what am I saying? But in stories like this, I'm like, you know what? Maybe if I, uh, if I had a law degree, maybe I could have helped save that man, or at least help save somebody, one person. It'll all be worth it. True. You, you you think about that, and it's it's one of the reasons why. Just a little offshoot, real quick. Um, maybe, not a lot of people know this. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I decided to to, to study law. And yeah, that's, that's why. why that's going, also why I brought it up too, as well. Because yeah, um, for reasons such as that. Yeah. Um, you might not be able to save everybody. No. But man, if I can save one person from the chair, or from going for false imprisonment, something they do innocent. That that's a lifetime achievement in my eyes, you know. Even if it's just one person, because it's a human life, it it is. Mm-hmm. And I think we lose sight of just how precious human life is. Like, for real. Like, this is it. We get one. Now, regardless of what your belief is about, mm-hmm. you know, reincarnation, all that. The the point is, you know, like, this is what we have. This is the only one that we're getting right now. And for someone to be put away or to be executed. It just kind of strikes a chord with me, so that that's just one of the reasons why I'm like I, I'm I'm going into law, mm-hmm. and you know, hey, maybe I translate into a political career later on. Now I don't know, hey. but you know what? If I can be someone that affects laws to that degree to get change, that that's a lifetime accomplishment for mm-hmm. me. That that will be in that day, you know that that'll be a good day. And a lot of people get caught up on presidential races. We got one going up, but I'm not going to comment on that one anymore. But it's the ground level where we need more people. That yeah. we need judges. We need uh, we need uh, public defenders. You know what I mean? We need that's what we need right there. We need good people in good places. Alderman. But you know what? P- 
public, even the public is defending, and I, of course, because I'm going this law, so I've been doing some research. Um, statewide, nationally, severely underfunded. Underfunded, and also they're not very good either. They're not. They're, 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 they're not the top of the classes when it comes to graduating Hell from no. law school. You know, if there was a class of four hundred, they were, they were, they were they, about three ninety eight. Nah, you know, three three ninety eight. I'll say nine thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. It's 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 an injustice. Yeah, I've seen public defenders work. I've seen one. My boy. Uh, this is years ago. He had a public defender, and because of the public defender, he ended up doing like a. They weren't good enough. He ended up doing like a week in jail. I mean, it was just a week, and then eventually he, uh, you know, we. Came back to the judge and he got released, but this is from just from a this from a school fight, really school fight. Yeah, I got got a week for that right there. Come on now, yeah, come on. Public defender wasn't uh, on top of that. They they and they're 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 so backlogged. They have so many cases in just front of them. They just don't have the time to give each one the time that they need. And a lot of people fall through the cracks and end up in jail, rotten, innocent. Um, very personal case, you know, and. I'm not going to get too much into it, but, you know, Will, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah, yes. You know, his situation, you know, and, and he speaks passionately about it. He spoke it. about it on the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if he had proper pre- representation, he would have never done that time. Oh, hell no. You know what I'm saying? But it's just one of those things. Like, when it hits, like you said, when it hits home, mm-hmm. it strikes you just a little bit different. Oh, oh always. Yeah, and, and that that's tough to know. And, and you know what? Shout out to him because he's a he's a trooper. He did it. He took it, and he's out. He's a better man as a result. Regardless, you know he's out there. He's out here getting it. Yeah, and I'm proud of him. But why? Why did my brother have to go through something like that? Because he didn't have proper representation. The justice system in this country just has to be looked at in its entirety. Something has to be done. Well, it starts here. It does. We yeah. getting it out there. We get yeah. We getting it out the there. The conversation is what starts it, and from there we, we you know, pressure. Yeah. What it takes next. That's what it is. That's what it um, is. Um, Nate Woods, uh, rest in peace. You know, that's uh, extremely. It's not. I can't. Unfortunate situation is a lack of is a lack of words for it. I mean, this man lost his life for something he didn't even do. You know, so Nate Woods, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, and you know, to his family. You know, I'm sorry. Your condolences to your loss. You know, but just know that there are people in your corner. There are definitely B Y to the quarter. B and Y definitely is in your corner. So right. what, what, what we got next, Rick? What we got next, man? You know, just it, it, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? But that's just one of those things that we got to dive into. We got to talk about it. We, we have to get it out there. You know, that's, that's what we do. We don't shy away from subjects here. We don't. We don't. Want to talk about some aliens? You know, I'm always <laughs> down. I'm always down. Let's talk about some aliens. Alien talk. A whole second. Let me uh. Let me go ahead and uh, bring up this uh, display real quick. Actually, no, let me go click on this. Uh, I'm actually going to read it straight from, where's that right here? Washington, I saw that right there. Museum, Anthony Woods, Coronavirus, Music Station. God, where is it right here? Is it is it this one right here? Yep, this is it right here. Okay. okay. Hold on a second. Go to full. Go to display. Look at that fade right there. Ooh, mm. I like that. Look at that transition. Ooh, look at that Tra- transition. Transition, baby. <laughs> All right, we're we, we going to watch this video. Oh, I'm down. We're gonna watch yeah, this video, this. and I want everybody to watch this video too. This is my this is my if, first time seeing this, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah, yeah. And if you can't watch this video because you listen on uh, Spotify, Apple Music Breaker, or the Apple Music Apple Podcast Apple Breaker, Podcast. yeah, all that right there. We'll explain it for you. Okay, NASA captures footage of UFO space station live 
feed. Mm. So, all right. I'm going to read a little bit of it. You can see the words on there. We go from there. If you are a science nerd who was ever bored, NASA has a YouTube channel filled with videos that might tickle your fancy. And among them is a live feed from the International Space Station. Ooh. Recently, (laughs) astronauts on the ISS were doing some routine maintenance on the station. But as a camera rode, a pine cone-shaped metallic object moved past the space station before turning upward and shooting off into space. Come on now. Come on now. Can we stop right there for a second? Come on now. What dispute you got against that? What you got against NASA scientists, engineers in space, performing routine maintenance and witnessing this? What you got to say about it? And they think it's that they zoomed in on it too as well. They zoomed in on it, and we have the video. Scott C. Warren, the founder of UFO Sightings Daily. First of all, can I, let me give a quick plug. Everybody that's listening right now, if you're uh, in a UFO um, uh, phenomenon or you just want to hear about, oh, yeah, the bottle. Yeah, hold on one second. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Pass that ball over. A little, little, little Moses, keep it, keep it flowing. Got to keep it flowing. If you're into a uh, UFO phenomenon, I want you all to uh, take a look at a uh, BNY podcast on um on like I said, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Breaker, anywhere where podcasts are uh, are uh, are presently uploaded. At we're there. Um, you watch uh, Global. Just type it in watch Global podcast. You see us there. If you type, if you go there, go down to season one. Oh wait, the, it's a second episode. Well, me and uh, shout out to uh, my man uh, Mac Pickett. We talked to uh, we talked to uh, two uh, UFO investigators in a local DC area, and we had a great conversation on everything UFO, mm. everything. I mean, we got to even things beyond UFO. We talked about um, uh, uh, we talked about dreams. We talked about the Drake Equation. I mean, we talked about uh, they had they had a show too as well on the History Channel on uh, Hangar One. If anyone's familiar with that, we got those guys on the podcast. It's amazing, amazing. It's an hour and fifty six minutes. Listen to it in its entirety. That's just not a plug for us, but just because the information out there exactly it is excellent, excellent. All right, back to it. All right, Scott C. Warren, the founder of UFO Daily, uh, UFO Science Daily, was the one who first spotted the unidentified flying object, and he posted a video exactly uh, where it was, what it looked like. He explained, and I quote. I was watching the NASA Live Space Station cam when I noticed a camera zooming on a strange object coming from below the space station. At first, thought it was a capsule or satellite, but its speed increased, and after 22 minutes, it shot up and into deep space. <laughs> That's not an asteroid. That's not an asteroid. Not an asteroid at all. This is uh, you good? Yeah. All good, right. Good. It's not an asteroid at all. This is uh, this is uh, something that's out there. So, I believe it was uh, go go back to the article. I believe it was um. It was a ca- oh, I'm sorry. I believe if it was a capsule, it would have gone to low Earth orbit and then to lower land. But when the object shot up in deep space, it literally blew my mind. It could be a um, could be uh, an Air Force top secret alien attack. But I don't think so. The uh, the person on camera seemed dismayed and unprepared for a sudden appearance. Can I play the video? I'm 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 employed. People, are you are you ready for this? Yeah, let's 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 watch it. Let's watch now, it. We, we may. How, how is it? The twenty two? Oh, it's still, so it's a nine minute long video. No, no, it, it pops up quickly. Oh, it, it's oh, okay. in the beginning of the video. I already watched it. Oh, got you, yeah. got you, got you. I had to do my research for it. So you see that? Uh, you see a little camera work right there. All right, see these guys got a little icon, a little uh, mouse. Uh, you see it? It's like right there where I'm. Oh, at. okay, okay. I but see don't worry, it. he's gonna play the video here soon, soon, and we're gonna go from there. So just waiting for it. There you go. Yo, this is all right, all right. Take a look. Take a look. Take a look. 
Look at that right there. What? That's not an asteroid. That's not a rock. No, I mean, look, 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 bro. look at the shape of that thing. That's 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 too symmetrical. Like, look at it. Those lines. Look are at just it. Look at it. it. Look, look, keep looking at it. There it is, right there. Look at that. Up. Look at that rate of speed, bro. Look at it. Now watch. Now watch it go from here. Let me pause it real quick. The show is about to go up, and then it shoots Gone. straight up. Look at that. Come look on, that. bro. Did you see that? Uh, that trail that right trail there. Be Bruh. Come on. <laughs> Yo. I'm going back to 2K. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. What 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 you got? <laughs> Yo. We, that is nuts. We about to go for Joe Rogan here. Yo, I hey look. Shout out to Joe Rogan cuz yeah, I yeah. love he touches I wouldn't be surprised if he touches on this coming up soon. That oh, was sure. crazy to me. Look at that. Like how can you dispute that? Like the way that it travel as far as from it coming up from the bottom of the camera, traveling up, steady pace, and its trajectory across like the globe. Obviously, you know where it was headed, mm -hmm. and then clearly taking all straight up with the trail behind it to God knows where. Come Dude, on, it man. was a trail behind that thing. You saw it. Like that's an, that's that's an obvious propulsion system. You know what I'm saying? Just on like some, some nerd shit. Like that's an obvious system that is propelling that object. You know what the theory is? You know what the theory is behind a lot of this stuff? Is that so time is um I, I look at time as a uh, linear. Like the future and the past and the current is all happening at the same time. Okay. Now I okay. say that I say okay. that I say that for a reason. I say that for a reason. Let me scroll down a little bit. Make sure we keep, keep everything on here. Trev, you tell me you was broadcasting today. Oh man, Trev, my fault, man. I thought you were uh, thought you were out. I thought you were out and about. I apologize, dude. I thought we had talked earlier week today. You was, uh, I thought you was flying. I apologize, Trev. My fault, man. My fault. Should have Trev on Trev, there. Trev, Trev. Hey, it's all good, baby. Damn. I had to get Trev and Dev back on this thing. Trev, next week. I apologize. All on me. But um, back to it. Time is way. The way I look at it is like time is linear. Like I said, past, present, future is all happening at once. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because I have had my own experiences. And it also goes back to... Talk about it. Yeah. This also goes back to uh, the podcast, the first, second ever podcast we did. Right. Yeah, with the, the UFO investigators. Is that I said that, like, from time to time, I'll have a dream where I see something. It's nothing crazy. Maybe, like, somebody drinking at the water fountain. You know what I mean? A walk in the park. You know? A ball rolling by. And then... At the time, I, at the time, it's, I forget about it immediately. Like, I have the dream, whatever. But mm -hmm. then when I see it, like, weeks later, I'm like, oh, shit. I had a dream about that. Deja vu. Yeah. So, I mean, with that being said, I'm not I'm not a psychic by any means. All right? I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a crank. All right? I, just <laughs> <want that. laughs> All right. I, I have a sound mind. I, I, I speak. I think I speak pretty decently. So, you know, well. anyone that's met me, you know, I'm not a, I'm not an idiot. All right. Yeah, no, I'm not someone you, just make shit up. You're not some up. loon, man. Yeah, you're not, exactly. You're not a loony dude. I'm not a loon. I wasn't signed a bad boy. That was a loon, <laughs> man. <Whoa>. That's not. <laughs> got yeah. about loon. cut <laughs> right there. That's not me. Okay. I'm just telling you exactly what I've experienced and what I've seen. And not to mention, I've talked to other people. I've talked to other people who have um, not so much been in the Air Force, but in an aviation career. I think it's they've seen. And a lot of it matches up with that video we've seen too as well, Joe Rogan podcast where he had to do the the um the uh the little tic tac uh, the Navy uh pilot yep, day on yep, there yep 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 same shit talked about it yeah that's I'm not 
I mean, it just is what it is. Now, this is a theory right here with me saying what I said is that what has been the theory out there that some people think that those are future humans. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Which, I mean, am I, is anyone in a position to say outright through testing? No. No. But can you say yes? No. That's why it's a theory. Exactly. We, we you can either prove it or disprove it. I cannot. We cannot. I agree. Um, one of the greatest movies that I've ever watched as far as space travel, mm. um, Interstellar. Oh, amazing. If you watch this movie, they touched on a lot of different aspects of space travel, time, and things of that nature. Um, and the the conclusion of the movie, and look, it's, it's been long enough. That was 2015. If you ain't seen it by now, it's on Netflix. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, <laughs> you know, for those of you all are behind. Um the, the the conclusion of the movie uh, has Matthew McConaughey diving into a black hole. Uh, and what happens to him, he ends up in what they believe to be is the fifth dimension. Right, right, right. Which was a construct that they believe to have been created by future humans in order to allow for him to communicate with his daughter in the past or present, however you look at it, so that she is able to develop the technology to take humans into space. The bookcase. The bookcase. Yeah. And it was an entire world that they constructed just for this purpose. Fifth dimension. He is in the present, but he is looking back in the past based on someone in the future creating this. Like, so every aspect, past, present, and future, is all in this one shot. And Neil deGrasse Tyson is just amazing. He say, that is entirely plausible based on what we believe. Now, again, it's a theory, but if you think it's, it's sound logic, mm-hmm. amazing. It's, 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 a, it's a crazy when you think about like future humans are coming back to sort of, I, I guess you could say guide us in a way uh, based on certain encounters. Who's I mean, to, who's, who's to say that it's not true? I mean, it's events. I mean, China, 2011 UFO or 2009 UFO. If you look at the pictures for that, it is absolutely nuts. Actually, you know what? I think I may. Uh, I think we'll try to pull it, it out. Yeah, I'm gonna pull try to pull it up. Yeah, I want to. I'm gonna pull up a picture of that one. But um, uh, there was a also a nuclear reactor, now a couple years ago, where they had like a aircraft over top of it that may have. Uh, oh. That may have actually saved the reactor from going off too, as well. What? Yeah, it's um, it's some crazy shit, man. I'm telling you, man. Um, to to think about it, uh, like you said. It's not necessarily believing that time travel is possible, but when you look at like different theories and how it all relates to one another, it's we know nothing at this point. But who's to say a thousand years from now, we as a human race, if we're still present on this planet, haven't developed some sort of way to reach back? I mean, based on the way the world is, as far as like the sun and all that. I mean, humans can't stay on Earth for forever. It just it we just won't. can't be a thing. We won't. We won't. Especially the way, the rate of decay that is occurring. I'm looking for the particular picture. I can't I can't seem to find it. I, I found this one right here, but it's not a it's not a really really. Actually, no. This is this is good enough right here. I can do this. I can do this right here. Let's go to display. Pull that thing up. All right. If you look here on uh the uh the right side of the screen I'm just gonna keep scrolling down. 
All right, you see that craft right there? This is over, and this, this article right there on ABC News. So, like I said, this is wide report. It's not something I'm just making up on my ass. Look at this one right here. Look at that. These are legitimate pictures. Like, legit. This is no Photoshop. This is no BS. This isn't some sort of stunt or promotional stunt. It shut down the airport. Let me pull up this one right here. Look at that shit right there. Bro, come on now. Look at that. Look at the That's something that's straight out of a movie. That's a space odyssey right there. Mm. That look at this. It's you can see lights. You can see the structure, the cylindrical. You can see it. Like That's beautiful. It's clear as day. Yeah. There's no arguing and stuff like that. But I mean, you could always argue. And people will. Of course, people have. As they should. <laughs> but yo, when you see something like that. That picture was defined. Mm. And like I said, I, I encourage you to look it up yourself. Don't take our word for it. Research. Just do the research. Research. You think about... Fact check us, please. Look, think about this. The United States government, we're not going to get too much into it, but they have contingency plans for alien invasions. They got contingency plans for zombie invasions. For zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you preparing for something that is so-called impossible? That is it's, it's an unlikely event. What is it that is out there that we are afraid of or pre preparing for? You don't have a contingency plan just because. Yeah. And I'll say this before we wrap it up and move on to the next topic. Um, back to my uh, podcast I mentioned. Uh, the dude said that, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, The, uh, the Encounters of the Third Kind. I have. Yeah. So evidently. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, this is back during the Ronald Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who I had, to, I had to go back and listen to the podcast myself, but Ronald Reagan was watching the movie too as well. And he had, was this Spielberg he was talking to? I forget. But he said that you don't know how much this movie is actually factual. Really? This is this is the words right here. I'm just presenting the information. And it, it counts the third kind of a wild movie. It is. I, I definitely recommend watching it. It's um it's interesting. Like especially the the last act. I don't want to. I know it's an old, it's an older movie. I want to say maybe like seven, late seventies, eighties, but it's still, still a, a good great movie. movie. It's still a great yeah, movie. yeah, I definitely recommend it. Um, but that last scene is uh just a way that when uh I don't want I don't want to it's not really a spoiler, but at the same time it's kind of new to a new generation. So true, true. It's, it's true. like yeah, it's like Star Wars. I don't want to give away what happens in yeah, episode yeah, five. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm about to say, if you if you <laughs> yeah, it's still a spoiler even this many years later because there is a, a sect, a demographic that doesn't know about Star Wars doesn't know about Encounters of the Third Kind so yeah, yeah. and it, I mean all this stuff could be it could be just bullshit or it could be true I mean you saw the video itself you seen the pictures I mean look at when the smartest man alive Elon Musk he thinks we're all living in a simulation <laughs> bro I seen it's highly possible that it's just a simulation I, look you, you say that just yesterday I didn't read the article but I did see an article headlined um Everyone, 2012 was, in fact, the end of the world. And we are all in a dream state. This is all a simulation. Mm -hmm. From that point on, we are literally just living in a dream state. Now, whether it's some Matrix shit where we are just plugged up to a giant machine and we're just being fed what it is that whomever is in charge wants us to see, whatever the case is. But if Elon Musk can say this, and then someone else follows it up just very recently within the last two, three days. 
you know, do your research. Think about it. Is it plausible? I wouldn't put it past, you know, any being or anyone. Because we, we would never know. And that's the whole purpose of the simulation. That's the whole purpose of this dream state is to keep us blissfully unaware. Hey. I mean, can't disprove it. You can't disprove You can't prove it. You can't disprove it. Research. 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 <laughs> Do that. Do your research. But you know what? But at the same time, like, we, we got to preface these comments, okay? Let's not completely ignore sound science. Because I, I feel like flat earthers would jump on this and they'll hear something like this. Like, yeah, exactly. You're just believing that the world is round. All right, okay, look. Oh my God! We're not we're we're not we're not ignoring sound science here. We're yeah. saying that if there a possibility that yeah, but if sound science is is showing us the curvature of the Earth of the globe, let's not be silly. If sound science is showing us that you know Antarctica is melting and getting warmer, then I mean let's let's not ignore it. Yeah, okay, let's, let's, for let's, our for our own reasons. Yeah, exactly. I like my I like for my great grandchildren to be able to you know do something one day. All right. Next topic, you got it. Next topic, um, topic that I have been uh, harping on for about the past month or two, mostly since the All Star break. Um, hometown hero Brad Bill hey. of the Washington Wizards, my guy, bro, has been on a tear mm. throughout the NBA. He's just kidding. unimaginable numbers he's putting up, amazing um, numbers. Still not getting the respect he deserves. Wasn't an all-star. Was not an all-star. Average almost 30 points a game. Come on now. Before the all-star break, he was averaging 28.1 points a game. Mm-hmm. Since the all-star break, Rick, just, just throw a number out there about how much you think he's been averaging since since since, since the all-star Well, break. me as a Wizards fan, I'm in tune with the consciousness. Definitely. Yeah. But for anyone else who's unaware, 36 points a game. Ooh. On 48.6% shooting. Mm. Now, for those of you all who don't understand sports or that understands basketball, let me put this into perspective. Big men, layups, high percentage shot, are shooting at around, the best big man is shooting at around 70%. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a guy that is shooting at only three-pointers from 28, 25 feet away. But also jumpers, layups, floaters. He's doing everything. To shoot nearly 50% is unconscionable in today's NBA. And he is doing it at such an elite level. He is being completely ignored. Oh, yeah, easily. So, I mean, DC's used to being ignored. I mean, taxation without representation. That's, I mean, that's, it just, that's true. Yeah, it just it, it's a sad reality. It yeah, it but is. it is. Mm. So, so, so here's the article. What we got? Brad Bill passes James Harden. This is the the title of the article. Brad Bill passes James Harden for longest twenty five point game streak in NBA this season. Beginning of the article. Moreover, James Harden move over James Harden. There's a new king of the twenty five point streak in town. On Wednesday night in Portland. Bradley Bill notched his 20th consecutive game scoring at least 25 points, which is now the longest such stretch in the NBA this season. Over the past few weeks, Bill has passed the likes of Damian Lillard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Russell Westbrook, 
while setting the Wizards franchise record for a 25-point game streak along the way. Now, mind you, this is a few days ago. This this article was on, let me see, two days ago. Was it? So it was on the 5th. They just had the game last night. Right. Where he scored 35 points. Mm-hmm. So this is 20, this is, this is 20 games, according to this article. But in actuality, due to last night's game, it's actually 21 points. It's 21 cre- games mm. of scoring 25-plus more points. During that stretch, again, 36 points a game. Not an all-star. Not an all-star. You know what's been helping out Brad Bell a lot, too, as well, is the fact that uh, John Wall has been uh, been injured. Definitely. And I'm curious, next year when John Wall comes back, I wonder how that uh, – how his uh, scoring average is going to continue or what's going to happen to it. Because he is literally, I mean, you have, I mean, Berton, you got, you know, Dallas Bertans out here, just a deadly sniper from Jesus. three pointer, you know, Killing, uh, you got my man Rui out here, you know, just I'm putting up his, back. yeah, putting up his like his 15 to seven, almost mm-hmm. every game. That's solid numbers. Solid. Um, yeah, but he's like the only scoring option on that team. But things that he's doing efficiently, he's doing his league talent. It's not like this guy's out here playing against, you know, he gives a call from the G League, had a few good games, and went from there. Now, Brad Bill is an all NBA player. It is. And it is. And honestly, to me, he should at least be second team. But what is the article uh, suggesting there? And 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 that's where we 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 run into the issues of small markets, because believe it or not, DC is a small market when it comes to sports. Is it? By comparison. Back if you're talking about the Knicks, you're talking about the New Yorks, you're talking about the LAs, you know, the Florida, you know, by comparison, it is. I don't a small know if Florida's market. really a, a huge. Well, well, NBA versus mm. NFL, yeah. NBA is a, a much bigger market versus the NFL because Miami, Tampa Bay, Jacksonville. Yeah, NFL, NFL is different though. Like you could be like the Colts go fourteen and two, and everybody's talking about them. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, NBA, NFL is just different, but NBA is like. It helps where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, but also it helps you have your team. Like, I mean, look at Zion down in um, New Orleans. Oh, yeah, putting up the national televi- televised games, putting up numbers. But as far as Brad Bill, um, we talked about this beforehand. The article talks about him maybe being the MVP. Um... <laughs> Bro, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? He, do, do I think he should win it? No, I don't think he should win it. No. But do I think um, – I I say the best right here would where we, we could be reaching for is maybe like a all NBA type team. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. I think he should definitely be on there. Which is weird that someone is not an all star can make an all NBA the team. all NBA thing. It just goes to show you just how flawed NBA uh, all star voting is. It's a popularity contest. It it is, and that's why I say DC is a small market because we don't have as many nationally televised games. Right. You know. Now, back in, you know, when Wall was healthy and we had Markeith Morrison, and, you know, we had a legit four or five seed. Wall was, um, he was a starter in the All-Star game. He was voting as a starter back then. Exactly. 2015. And, and, and Bill came off the bench during that. They were, they were dual All-Stars. Bill came off the bench. Yeah, 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 for that All-Star game. Right. So, we were doing things. And then I, and during that time, we had more nationally televised games. But Wall goes down. Bill was hurt kind of in between there, but he's, like, real healthy now. But So then there was no need for us for them to put us in the national spotlight. But that's the flaw of, of being a Wizard because now everyone is missing these historic numbers that he is putting up. 
And then when people say, oh, well, the Wizards suck. Oh, look at their record. Look at this. If you can look at it objectively mm-hmm. and what the MVP means, most valuable player. That's not most valuable player across the league necessarily. You win it league-wise. Mm-hmm. But I take it as, are you the most valuable player to your team? Well, are you are, are you that individual that is elevating your game and pushing your team to get where they need to be. I put like this, and I, I I hate to do this, but I have to put my my DC bias to the side. Ah, do that, do that. I, I hate to do this, but I'm going to do this right here. And everybody knows out there I love DC sports. It's a hate-love relationship. It's an abusive relationship, but the past couple of years, DC sports has been very good to me, personally. Ah, uh, of course. <laughs> As a Skins fan. <laughs> no, not that Skins. Hell no. But uh, <laughs> but, but the, the Nationals have been good to me. Oh, definitely. The Capitals have been oh, great to me. Oh, my God. The yeah, Mystics have been good to me. Uh, DC Sports has been we the, the district of champions. That's what DC stands for. The, the district of I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, the district of champions. That's what DC stands for. Now, with that, with all that being said, what Bill, what Bill actually really needs to be on an All NBA team, which I think is attainable, but he's got to get the Wizards in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a goddamn eight seed. And they're True. like they're like I think three and a half, four and a half games out. Right, right, right. They had, some, they had some rough losses out, out, out right after the break. They lost to the the Bulls and the Cavs. That was that was bad. But if he can find a way, and, and I don't know if you saw that game against the Bucks that they played recently, went in yep. overtime. Yep, great game. That game was excellent. I watched that thing. I was mm-hmm. like, man, this is amazing. I think Bill. That's when Bill went back to back the fifty point games. Right. He was the first right. player to go in legitimate back to back fifty point games since guess who. Hmm. Who? Who? Hmm. Kobe Bryant. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Back to back. Not night off. No. No. L- One back game. Back to back. The very next day, another game. Yes. 50 point game. 50 plus point. 50 plus point game. Not only that, but the first game, he broke his own career record. And then the next game. He exceeded that. Yeah. He broke it again. He went that, that, that nickel nickel. That 55. Telling you. 51 points, one game. Next game, 55. Come yeah. on now. I think it was 53 the first was it 50? game. Yeah, was it 53. 53? Might have been 53. Yeah, but 55 the next game. But either way, regardless, it's above 50. Bro. The man's putting up numbers. But the thing is that he has to get the Wizards in the playoffs. If he doesn't, it would definitely be a shot against him. Now, back with DC Bias again. I'm, ba- I'm back. I'm, ba- I'm back. Center. Bring it yeah, back. Bring, bring it back. back. Do I want the Wizards to make the playoffs? Actually, I do. Mm. I do. I do. For this, for this reason, the roster is young. The roster is very young. I want that playoff experience for this team. Okay. Now, okay. do I want a nice draft pick? Of course I do. But if I can get Rui, uh, uh, gotta get Rui, uh, Troy Brown, um, Gary Davis, Payton Jr. Gary Payton Jr. If I can get them four games swept against the Milwaukee Bucks, I'll take it. They know because the thing is that you you once it's like you Dragon Ball Z. Okay. All right, okay. All right. I'm 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 yeah. flowing. All right. Dragon Ball Z. Let me hear this. Yeah, a little transition. Remember uh, the Battle of the Gods when uh Goku fought against uh Beerus? And then he said that I got the taste of being a god and now I just want more of that power right there. True. Yeah. So you gave me a taste of that playoff experience. Them boys not come back like they, they're I, hungry. Yeah, I seen what it, I seen what I had to do to get there. I seen what it feels like. I seen that crowd around me. I know what it takes to actually get to the next level. Mm. Then you come in the summertime instead of you know being all fucking off somewhere in Aruba. You in that gym putting up shots. True. You you with me shooting in the gym. You huh. you in there. You know what? I was going to say that I didn't want them to make it because of the draft pick. Not only that, because I just not saying that they're undeserving, mm-hmm. but because 
come playoff time, you want to see good basketball. Oh, they'll get oh they'll get ran out the gym by Giannis. And and that's my one. I I I want good basketball. I want my team, mm-hmm. the Wizards, mm-hmm. to be playing good basketball. Not just good enough to mm-hmm. make the playoffs, but good enough to compete. Mm-hmm. You know, win me a game or two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Make it a series. Are you gonna win? You ain't gotta win. I'm not expecting you to go all the way. Oh, Austin told Trey John Wall. Let me say something real quick, Austin. Austin, first of all, Wait. shout out to you. The music is great. Everybody go follow this man <laughs> at I Am Toes, Spotify, Austin Toes. Shout Feature out, part Austin. Two. Song's amazing. Let me put it out there. But Austin, right now, no, absolutely not. You I'm going to tell you this right now. Absurd, sir. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I was Austin about a year and a half ago, though. What? I was. I was because I felt that I was wrong, though. I felt that Brad Bill in a bigger role. Could it could uh? <laughs> hey, Austin. <laughs> hey, everybody, Austin, go follow the man's music. But I, I felt like that it was um, I felt that the Wizards had peaked at a certain point, mm. and they need to make certain changes, and maybe go from John Wall centric to Bradley Bill centric, build around him. But now I realize something, and I'm gonna say something right now on BNY Podcast mm, exclusive, next exclusive, year. Exclusive, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> World premiere. All right. right e- evil Empire. <laughs> <laughs> the Wizards are making the playoffs next year. Okay. The Wizards are going to make the playoffs okay. next year. With John Wall back at the helm. Because thing is that, the Wizards, if you look right now, the Wizards put up points. They, they are. They, they're top five in offense. They, Jeez, yeah, they are. But you know what the problem is? They're the last team in defense. Defensive. They're terrible. <laughs> They're the last team in defense. That's, that's the bad thing about it. I can see that. I can see that because Wall gives you Wall plays both sides of the both ends of the court when he wants to. When he wants to, but he when, has the ability to do it. When he's on, he's he 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 is in the top. Trev said, "I'm smoking." Yeah, we smoked a black earlier. <laughs> yeah, we did do that. Yo, when he is on, he is in the top five, top ten. Uh. In steals, mm-hmm. defensive pressure, mm-hmm. he is he is very capable of being a two way player, like a like a six four like two twenty, like a Kawhi. Mm-hmm. You know, Kawhi plays both ends of the floor. Now, obviously, Wall's a guard, so that he he's sort of limited. He's not playing against big men, but still, as far as playing both ends of the court, Wall can do it. I think that presence, his presence, that leadership, his Work ethic is an example that is missing in the locker room and on the court. You know what I'm saying? Like right. when people see just how hard him and, and you know he's playing defensively, that is he's an inspiration. And I think with him coming back next year and Bill doing and coming off the season that he's having, there's going to be some 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 growing pains. They're, they're going to have to find their niche. You know, obviously, Will Wall's been out. Will's mm-hmm. been that. Uh, Bill's been that guy. Mm-hmm. Wall's gonna have to find his place. Now, it's gonna take away from Bill, but I think Bill is so unselfish as a player because he cares about winning that he is okay with taking a hit in the numbers if it means overall success. Hey, you know what uh, Bill said recently too, as well. He said that I want to retire in Washington. He just said that. He said I want to retire in DC. I'm telling you right now. As far as DC, like when it comes to, like homegrown talent, we don't have like a lot like Alexander Ovechkin. Ooh. That is that is that is that is the king right there. True. But outside of that, I mean, what do you really have? I mean, you have, of course you got John Warren, Bill. I'm not excluding At this them. Point. 
Yeah, yeah, but as far as like legitimate, like homegrown talent, and also I'm gonna get to you about John Wall being number one player here in a second because I got some more things I got to say to you. Yo, I ain't Austin's done with you yet. Going in yeah, right Austin now. going. In. I ain't done with him yet. Yo, he's going. Yeah, in. but um, as far as uh, yeah, but we got as well, Veskin, Um, of course the Nationals just won it, but um, as far as the Nationals, you got I mean you got Ryan, you got uh, Zimmerman, you know. Yep, yep. Yeah, yep, and yep, I, yep. I got number love for Zimmerman. Definitely. Yeah, but it's not it's not like. I want to see like a Tim Duncan in DC. I want like a Kobe Bryant in DC. Someone here like like Daryl Green, twenty years, oh, my championships. I want that right there. I'd, I'd love to see that. I want a Patrick Mahomes in DC. Someone's gonna be here for fifteen, twenty years and gonna run shit. And ain't nothing gonna to yeah. And retire that jersey and see that man become an old man and come back and all sorts of things. That's what I want to see. The, the but the problem is though, bro. DC management, DC sports management now. The Capitals have turned the corner. Don't don't get me started on DC management, please. The, the Capitals have turned shed, the corner. You make your shed a tear. I'm telling you, bro, but it, we got to talk about it. Because you're talking about when it's homegrown for the city, for the culture, mm-hmm. player. Yo, the Capitals have turned turned over New Leaf. Because before, they'd have traded Ovechkin. You know? If we're talking about the old regime of how things were done, just think about all of the championship players that have come through the DC, the Washington DC Wizards slash Bullets, oh. Rasheed Wallace. Oh my God! It's, it's, then, that whole on, Pistons bro. team that won 04 was on. that was the Wizards. The Wizards. Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton. Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. Oh, you think oh about what about and it, to a lesser degree, Aaron Williams. You know, back when he was with the Nets, so when they went up against LA. You know, when he was playing with um, Jay Kidd, oh. Aaron Williams, D.C. center. You know, think about these. Think about Kobe Bryant went to sign with the Wizards, and Michael Jordan would just had one more year in D.C., but A. Poland fired his ass. And if he was here, Kobe Bryant said, I would have signed with the Wizards because I wouldn't have played with Jordan. Think about this, bro. Think about Don't look it up if you don't believe me. Think about the level of talent that has passed through Chris Webber. It was one of the greatest top 10 power forwards. Top 10? Maybe, you know, top 20? At his time, yeah. Chris Webber was the man. I mean, don't forget the Kings teams. You know, C-Web. They just ran to that Lakers bus. All It is what it is. Think about all the players that have come through here that have gone on and had st- Jawan Howard championship down in Miami. Well, he ain't doing the shit for that Well, he didn't do anything, but I'm just saying – he at the time Jawan Howard was top when he was in his prime. Jawan Howard, Howard was hated in DC, he, but he was amazing though. Top five power forwards during his time, like he was that dude. He could score on anybody. Do you remember that series? The uh, the Bullets played against the uh, the Bulls, and I, back in '97. I thought we actually had a legit chance. You know, you know what the final the all the scores tallied up. I mean, the Bulls swept three nothing, but the final score of all those games. If you add them all up, the Bulls won by nine points. Nine points. The Bulls won by nine points. And we had a squad. We're talking about C-Web. We're talking about Juwan Howard. Rod Strickland at the one. Who they had? Uh, Otis Thorpe. Uh, Rod Strickland. That's my guy. I saw him in the Target back when I was in high school. Dude was just real yeah, low-key. Rod, Rod Strickland Rod, was that yeah, dude, Rod, Hot Rod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. We, I, we, I don't want to – let's get back to John Wall being a number one player. John on Wall and Brad Bill. Got so, Austin. Can, yeah, Austin. <laughs> Yeah, can John Wall be uh is John Wall number one player 
on a championship team, you tell John Wall, John Wall would say, hell yeah, I am. He, and he, I love it. He damn sure ain't going to tell you he ain't. Yeah. He's going to tell you he got day. this. But do I think he is? No. I don't think he is because I, it is what it is. I don't think, I don't think John Wall and Bradville are enough to get you over the hump because we've seen that already. Remember mm. a couple years ago against the Celtics? We, right, right, yeah, right. We've right. seen that. We've seen that. But the thing is, they didn't have no bench either. That, that bench I'm was about horrific. to say, I'm about yeah. to think, you had Markeith Morris going up against, um, oh, uh, oh boy. How, uh, Horford? Al Horford. Uh, and um, who was the other big man? It was Al Horford and oh, uh, come on, somebody help me out. Uh, Kelly. Um, well, no, he, not, he had not, a good not, game seven. Not Olenek. Olenek had a no, good game the, seven. No, the light-skinned dude. Not Al Horford, but he uh, – Damn, dog. I can't remember his name. All good. But it it was Markeith Morris against Al Horford and the other dude. And he was this at like two prime power forward center guys and 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 then we have Marching Gortat. I love Marching Gortat. Don't get me started on that motherfucker, please. I but I I am a fan because of what the Polish hammer he brought that attitude, bro. No, highest field goal percentage in the league for what? 3 years straight? You know why though? Because John Wall was feeding the basket, the ball to him right by the basket. As he should have. High percentage shots. You know what John Wall needs, honestly? This is what the Wizards need. And they'll be, this is the next, the next level. They need a legitimate five. Yep. That could jump above the rim. Exactly. And that could defend. Clint Capella for uh, Washington, D.C. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. The Wizards can find a way to get Clint Capella from the Hawks. Ooh. Add him with John Wall and Brad Bill. I'm telling you right now, the Wizards make the playoffs next year. They're going to make the fucking playoffs next year. Make some offseason moves. Get that guy for me. Give me that goon right there on the court. Not. That's the that's that's the problem with D.C., with Washington Wizards sports. Of course, I, of course, I hated D.C. Tatum. No, it wasn't Tatum. I was I was, I was, I was, uh, no, it was Tatum. It wasn't Tatum. I'm about to, I'm about to go in until I, uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I, I, got, I got to figure this we'll, out. We'll, we'll wrap this up. On. We got we one more topic to do for Yeah, here. we do. We do. Yeah. We we cooked this right, but Bill MVP no, in the conversation, no, not even in the conversation. Yeah, no. The thing is that I feel like that saying Bill for MVP is like saying Brian Flores for a head coach for a head coach of the year in the NFL. <laughs> it's kind of like the same, like it's kind of like that same that same conversation. Like, yeah, you did a lot, but your team, I mean, you did a lot with a little bit. We see you over there working, but we're not really going to recognize you. It's like it's an old reminds you of reminds you of a uh, Mace Windu, Anakin Skywalker, ah, Star true, Wars. True. Yeah, yeah. We we recognize you as a you know as a Jedi, but we're not gonna give you the rank of Jedi Master. Well, this is this is ridiculous. That was ridiculous. That's yeah. a whole other topic. But yeah, but, that was, that was I stupid. mean, should have made him a Jedi Master. We, God we, damn it. We will have to disagree for the sake of moving on to our next topic. We yes. will have to disagree on that. But you say no, I say at least in the conversation. I say no. Get to the playoffs and you get uh, all NBA. You get all team NBA. That's first, what I'm first, first and second. Yeah. All right. Hip hop. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Hip hop hasn't been around for very long. If you really look at the genre, late seventies. As a whole, yeah, right, late seventies. Right, right. Ain't, ain't really been around right. that long. There's a hip hop museum in the Bronx opening up in 2023. Didn't know that. Yeah. It's some uh, it's some good things uh up there too as well. I'm uh, I'm actually pretty excited about this, and I, I wouldn't mind taking a a little uh little pilgrimage. Uh. Yeah, to, to, to travel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go see. Uh, you know what? I have. Uh, I've never been to New York City. 
like ever, ever, like not even as like a kid school I've been, trip. Type? I've been, I've been all across. I'm pretty much all across this world. What? I have never been to New York City. I just, I just haven't. Really? A couple years ago, I planned to go for my birthday, but um, I ch- ch- plan, uh, plans changed. And know what I did for that uh, my thirtieth birthday? Honestly, I was supposed to go to New York with a uh, old girl, my cousin, uh, wife of my cousin. Mm-hmm. But instead, I um laid down carpet for a B and Y studio. Whoa. Yeah, well, yeah, hey, set, up, yeah. set, <laughs> so that's what, that's what I was doing with that day right there. For the future, I mean, hey, who would have thought? Yeah, yeah, yo. So let me read this article right here. Uh, Hip hop museum uh, to open uh, its birthplace, its birthplace in the Bronx. All right, this article is uh, from uh, WinCountry.com, uh, Win uh, ninety eight point five radio station. Uh, I'm not very familiar with it, but I'm just throwing it out there. Give them a little yeah. shout out. They got, they got an article. All right, hip hop. The music, dance, art, and fashion phenomenon that went from rough streets to fancy suites in five decades. That's true. Hip hop went from being like Think real like real raw on the streets to like dudes in suits that aren't even part of the culture making decisions. Think about it. Think hey. about like early videos too, like how they were literally shot on corners. Yeah, exactly. To what now? These cats are shooting in, in, in Beverly Hills and in, in Hollywood Hills and multi million dollar mansions now. You think hip hop needs to get back to his roots? I would love to see that, but is it going backwards or is it is that is that nostalgia you're talking about? Uh, that that's that's nostalgia because that's not where hip hop is headed, and I'm not necessarily saying that's what hip hop needs. Yeah, um, advancement is what hip hop needs further. You know, um, does it need to go back to its roots? I don't think so. We're 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 watching a shift. We're we witnessing a shift right now. We don't now. need like boom bap. Yeah, we we don't basketball need. is my favorite sport. Like we don't yeah, need that we, shit. We right don't there. need Sugar Hill game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Boom boxes up here. No, we don't need <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? We don't need the cardboard down on the street corner break dancing. You know we, yo, know, we've come up from that. But uh, do I miss the lyrical prowess that was there? Like even back in like those like the. The Sugar Hill Gang, like back in the Run DMC. I want to call that lyrical prowess. I, I'm saying they were speaking messages. They're, okay, I'll give you that though. You know, it, it, it might not be like the greatest wordplay, or whatever. But what those guys were saying, like they were literally talking about everyday life. They were talking about like the Sugar. He talked about how he went to his homeboy's house for some nasty food, but because it was his homeboy, he was in there mm-hmm. and he had to get up from the table and spit it out. That happens. That's life. That is diving into what it is that we experience every day. And that's what hip hop was in its infancy. Have you seen the Wu-Tang uh, show on uh, Hulu? I have not. I recommend it. Is it is it excellent? It's good. Uh, okay, I will you, take your recommendation. You will, you would enjoy it. They were out there. Go watch it too, as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Went from uh, rough street to uh, fancy suites and uh, oh, this, this motherfucker spitting. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. In five decades, it's uh, getting its own uh, museum in the birthplace of the Bronx, New York. The crazy people come from all of Florida and the Bronx. Never True. forget that. A small pop-up exhibit gives a preview to a universal of the Universal Hip Hop Museum's permanent home, set to open in 2023 to celebrate the culture's global history. That's true. Went from local New York to worldwide. Shout out to hip hop, man. I love hip hop. I love it. To love date, it. quote: There isn't a physical place that is dedicated to the preservation and a celebration of hip hop history and culture. The museum's executive director, Rocky Bucano. I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name. Said in the interview, the museum dreamed up by rappers Curtis Blow. Uh, our man Africa, 
uh, Grandmaster Melly Mel about eight years ago will seek to ensure that the stories can be told accurately by the people who create the history themselves. Uh, you kind of add it. I'm just going to rock it. I don't know if I mispronounced his name or not. Other rapper, producer, entrepreneurs have since become uh, partners in the project, including Nas, Ice-T, and LL Cool J, hip-hop legends themselves. Uh, hip-hop was born in the south section of the New York City borough of the Bronx, United States, in the late 70s. Dance and rap and DJ elements of hip-hop grew out of the depressed inner-city environment, but has since evolved into a million. Uh, has since evolved, evolved into a multi-billion-dollar part of mainstream global culture. Hmm. Yeah, it has. That is true. Yeah. The initial exhibit tells the early origins of hip-hop history and will be replaced every six months with the next stage of the culture's development. Replaced or added on to? Right. I don't know if yeah. I like replaced too much. Yeah, that's 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 very particular wording. Yeah. Like, it, that sounds... I got to do some... We got to do some, our own research yeah, on this article. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> replaced? I don't know replaced, but added on to? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah sounds right. a little better. Oh, shit. Check this out. When the museum is complete... The 60,000 square foot. Damn. Yeah, 60,000 square foot Damn space it. will feature interactive and immersive exhibits, live shows, film screenings, and seminars. What? Bruh. Live shows? Live shows. Film? Yo, that's going to be tough. You know what this, you know this reminds me of? Um, football reference, NFL, or the Hall of Fame game. Okay. Yeah, okay. like Canton, Ohio. Yeah. That's. I, I can see that. Yeah. Like, when they go to induct some folks into the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, they have they give, like, a live performance. They do, like, a, like little a little show. Concert. Yeah. No. Yeah, time for Jay-Z getting involved. Definitely. Like, yeah, Jay-Z in the Hall of Fame. I can see that. Hip Hop does need its own Hall of Fame. I'm surprised that there isn't a dedicated place for Hip Hop. Hey, like, Austin, it's going to be even more dope when you're in that Hall of Fame, too, as well. Keep striving, my man. Keep it going. Keep Absolutely. it going, baby. I'm surprised, like, that there isn't. Like, you say that, and I'm like, is that true? Like, but it is. You think about it. There's no place dedicated to hip hop. You got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but but that's not. I mean, you got I think Tupac and Biggie are in there, but yeah, I, I need hip hop needs its own thing. Yeah, it's been it has had too much impact on the culture to not, not have its to not have its own Hall of Fame, not have its own museum. 2023, late in the game, but goddamn, I'm glad it's at least I'm glad it's happening. It's now. in the works. Yeah, at least it's in the works. Um. Yo, that's that's gonna be tough. No, be even more dope if it open up in uh February first, twenty twenty three. Ooh, Black History Month, baby. Pop that thing off right. Yo, what? Pop, Starting pop, out. Pop that yo, thing off like you pop that champagne. Have some keynote speakers, Obama's in there. Ooh. Ooh, that'd be Yeah. Can, can you imagine? Mm. That, can you imagine? <laughs> a first and the first? That'd be that hey, that'd be hot right mm. there. A, the first hip hop museum on the first of February with the first Black president. Why are we involved in this? Man, what? <laughs> we need to start advocating. <laughs> we, we need to get on the ball and get in there. We need to get in the mix. I need to write a letter to my local politician. Man, what? <laughs> we need to let them know. Like, look, whatever you can do to get us these tickets up there for that grand opening, we need to be in there. Do you know how amazing that would be if we could shoot live from there? Yeah, like live podcast too a as well. Live podcast from uh, like, it can happen, man. We just gotta put that work in. Shoot, shoot, shoot for the stars, yo. You aim for the stars. You land on the moon. Land, I'm telling you. And back to Trey's question, I do believe uh, we did actually land on the moon. Why we haven't been going back is uh, more political than anything. I else. did see that. Yeah. I did see that. And then you find it, 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 it. I was looking at Segway in, and I finally uh, 
definitely brought it up. Mm, that was see, nice. See how that is? Yeah, like, work out well. Just, that's what happens at BNY. That's flow. Yeah. All right, so let me continue. One highlight will be a breakbeat narratives interactive console created with Microsoft and the MIT Center for Advanced Virtuality. I don't know what any of that is right there, but that just sounds dope. I found a lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff I don't understand. The, the breakbeat yeah. narrative I get, but the whole console and all that, Microsoft getting involved. I just hope, thing is that, okay, stop right there. You're getting the big companies involved, they throw their money behind it. Mm. When people throw their money behind it, they're they like to the influence. They're going to they're gonna want certain things. Yeah. What do you think that could potentially mean, though? I mean, it's, we're if talking the, about Microsoft. I don't mind money being I don't mind corporations putting money in it if it's for a good intentions promise that most of the time when corporations put money in they yeah. want some influence or of course or I can see it right now box breaking brought to you by Microsoft I don't want that in a yeah, hip hop museum to yeah. live on for years because that's not, that's not how the shit went down not saying that's that's, how, how that's gonna go down but I don't want you can see it yeah I don't yeah. want hip hop sorry corporate enough being why live from the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. Hey, that sounds good right you. there. I, I make the logo tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Get it ready. That's an Austin Toes. This motherfucker spit. Yo, definitely. He's <laughs> out here. Hey, but um, no, I don't want Hip Hop Museum to be corporate. No. Hip Hop's already corporate enough. You already got executives that have, like I said, have nothing to do with the hip hop culture and making decisions left shit. and right. Don't know nothing about it. Yeah. we, Me and you could do a better job with Hip Hop culture than... These motherfuckers over at Def Jam or Interscope or whatnot. I feel like they should have like they that that should be like a legit position, like within the company, like someone who is in tuned with the culture in general and not just like culture vultures. Like just did you ever watch? Uh, off did you ever watch Empire? With M, that's um Terrence Howard show, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You ever noticed in that show? And I thought it gave like a little like a lot of um tidbits that I found interesting. The show mm-hmm. itself went like completely off the rails. But the first, the, season, the first season was kind of interesting. Like when um, when it, when uh, Lucius' uh, two sons were performing right. it was just uh, I mean it was just a bunch of like, like rich uh, old white executives in the uh-huh. building. And I was looking at that I'm like Why? That, that is kind of like that is what it looks like. Like as far as the executives and these labels. Like True. it's that right there. Like remember Bobby Smurder? When he um, you ever see that performance he did in front of um God, what label was that? Was it? Was it Epic? Ah, oh, goddamn, I forget. But either way, he did a performance, mm-hmm. and it was it was just old, old white executives in the building. Really? Yeah. yeah like see, was, that's that's yeah. And that's everybody the there, you, you've, seen, you've seen the performance. I mean, it just it just isn't that just isn't the culture right there. No, it's 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 mainstream. It's what sells. It's what's going to get the public's attention. Not necessarily good content. Not necessarily their understanding of the culture of hip hop. Mm-hmm. It's just, does it sound good? Can we market this? Will it sell? Is it going to be a profitable venture? And that's how they look at it. Yeah, Austin told us a, a, a round table of all white execs at Bobby's label. That's what it was right there. Actually, when we when we we're done here, I'll I'll play the video for you so you can watch it. Really? Like, yeah, it's just I'm looking around I'm like. I'm like, ugh, like it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just super corporate. See, that's, that's and Bobby, and he's performing. I think, uh, I think he's performing uh, that uh, the hot joint he had. Oh yeah, yeah. What? By the way, Bobby Smurfs beginning to release about isn't later it this soon? year. Soon? Yeah. yeah, yeah. About time. Wait for the hey, that man. I think Welcome him and Six Nine come home at the same time too as well. Lord, Six Nine, <laughs> don't get, don't get started with that. We'll, dude. we'll say that for later when uh, the release pops up. Yeah, man. 
I'm curious how that's going to play out. Too, it's going to be. Well. I, I think I, I have a very uh, interesting opinion on that one. Tell me. But I'll say that for later. Yeah, that's, that's later. Yeah, that's, that's later. later. But um, this museum though. This museum. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to be so, so dope. Yeah, yeah. So break big narratives. Interactive console created with Microsoft and the MIT Center for Advanced uh, Virtuality. Okay. It takes visitors on a hip hop history based on their responses to different characters in the game. Okay. Was this fucking Black Mirror? Yeah, I'm about to say, wait, what? You, you get to choose your outcome now? What are we talking about? Bandersnatch? Like, yeah. <laughs> choose your rapper. Right. Pick your weapon. You get to create a rapper in there, get to pick out his outfit. <laughs> What, oh, what, 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 what do you want? You want the uh, you want the dress or you want the long tee? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So we talking about Nas or Young Thug? Like yeah. what are you talking about right now? Gangs delicious. <laughs> <Thug -nificent. laughs> you just mad cause your ass is old. First thing you do is gonna pick up the phone. <laughs> Yo! Oh my goodness! All right, let's, let's see. Crazy characters in the game. All right, it forms a custom. Oh, here it is. It forms a custom narrative of hip hop history based on their musical preferences. Yo, I, that's what we were just talking about. <laughs> Yo, we just picked apart the whole fucking thing just now on BNY. BNY said it first, ladies and gentlemen. Before we even hey, read the hey, article, hey, you know the funny thing is that I um. I picked the articles. I do some some research on it too as well, but I like I like to keep like I said keep everything organic. So a lot mm -hmm. of these things I'm reading, I'm reading for the first time too as well. True. Ooh. Yeah. Like a lot of these articles, I just like I, I'm familiar with the history. I do the fact check on it real quick. Okay, right, 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 right. And exactly. I find an article. I just kind of skim through it, make sure it's nothing like stupid in there, like some crazy, crazy or, or at least a website that I can somewhat trust. Right, right. And then right. I go from there. See. Yeah. So that right there, that was all. Keeping it organic. That was 100%. That's hilarious. That was, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, so this is fun right here. Artifacts on display will uh, include Curtis Blow's original Beatsbox machine and the first and second rap records ever released. Damn. Let's stop right there for a second. What artifacts do you think you would like to see in that museum? I got a few myself. I think that would be, be really, really uh, cool. You definitely got to have the, uh, the shell top Adidas. Run DMC. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Got to have some shell top, shell toes. I'm sorry. Shell toe Adidas in there. Run DMC. Um, what else, man? Let me, let me stop you right there for a quick. Not to cut you off. Have you been to the the basketball Hall of Fame? No. So a couple years ago, Jenny, she's from uh, my wife. She's from um, Connecticut. So the basketball Hall of Fame is in Massachusetts, mm -hmm. and where she lives in Connecticut, it's like really like literally across the street. Right. 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 So I went to the basketball Hall of Fame, and keep in mind, it's not an NBA Hall of Fame. It's a basketball Hall of Fame. So it's like you got everything in there, like ABA. high school games. Oh, you got okay, ABA. Okay. You got anything in basketball that was ever like a first or like something that was great at any level. Right. It's in there. Okay, okay. Anything is in there. Nice. Yeah, it's amazing, dude. That's dope. Then you said I was in there for three hours, but honestly, if I was by myself, I could have been there for six. Damn. They got uh, actual like heights of players and like cuts out of them. Like it's oh, a picture I have like, on my, on my Facebook page. Yeah, it's a picture of me, Rick, and Jet. My two boys were uh, next to Muxy Bowles. And, of course, I stand over top of them. Of course. <laughs> and a picture, I have a picture of both of them standing together looking up at uh, a Yao Ming cutout. Yo. Yeah. There's actual height, too, as well, like, yeah, on, the, like uh, the, the on the wall. Seven, six? Yeah, seven, six. Yeah. It's amazing. But the thing is that if this, if this uh, museum takes after that right there, dude, I like to see uh, the first mic Jay-Z ever recorded on. Okay. Yeah, I like to see that. Okay. I like to see... Um, 
I mean, I like to see uh some uh I don't know, man, some crazy like a, a Lil Wayne dread in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> some wild dude. Like it's shit like no, that in the Hall true. of Fame though, in the basketball fan. It's like someone's shoe they wore this game right here. It, so of course, so then so they got you said they got um you said his who was the what was the first uh, exhibit you said that they were having in there? Uh, uh Curtis Blow's uh, original beatbox machine, which right. is dope. Yeah, right, that'd definitely. be great. Yeah. So then you can go with the Timberland or Dre um sound, the the, the engineering board. Oh, and like kind of interact with it with yeah. their like uh their like uh sounds and presets. Can, right. Make a beat on the spot. Bro. Leave home with it. Think about it. Woo! Think about what you could do if you mm. expand it to that degree. Like that would be solid. Like, yeah, you know, we talking about Dre Timberland, like where they sat now, like behind it, or, and, or they had like a studio there too as well. Oh, Walk in, oh my gosh, drop a sixteen, bro. Now, nah, 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 cause that should that should be backlog. <laughs> so many people would be in that motherfucker trying to drop a sixteen. Oh my yeah, god, it, it would be nuts. It was like Disney. It was like Disney. But, but if you did your due diligence and you you set up. Or you reserve time in advance. Like it, it will cost, obviously, and it will go towards keeping the museum up and running. But let's say certain artists, you know, local artists or whatever the case, like want to reserve time to go in there throughout the year. So you got to live book recordings, your, live recordings. So you can't just walk in there Ooh. and stand in the line and do it. Yeah. But hey, you we got these slots. dates available. Yeah. Boom. Reserve your slot. Come in here. Drop something real quick. You know how dope that would be? And it, it's actually taken serious. Like, you know, you got the execs and everyone coming through there. So they get to just a free preview, and they can just pick and choose. Like, oh, okay, I, I like this track. All right, man, you know, let me call this cat up. 60,000 square feet. You can do a lot with that. You can do a lot. That's, that's you huge, a lot. man. You got an auditorium that's in acres. there. Seminars as well as live shows. You could do a lot with that type of space. I couldn't imagine, man. Oh, my God. I'm excited. <laughs> I, look, that's tough. Mm. That's tough. You think about it, man. Think about it. That be your reason to go up to New York and to visit finally. Oh, the first. You, you, you. Hopefully, I'm there before between the next three years. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. But, but yes, if yes. It doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> <laughs> it takes that, life day by be day. Your reason. Yeah, I, I got to see this museum. I, I got to before it's all said and done. Yeah. Oh my goodness. As That's long, gonna be a day. As long as the people that were there for hip hop and that are hip hop are in charge of this museum and making sure that it is hip hop. Right, right. And not presented by Microsoft for this other bullshit, then I am hundred percent for it. What you think about having um now this is not necessarily hip hop, more so D C, you know what I'm saying? D C bias and actor right here in A go go museum? Well, not necessarily a go-go museum, but what about Chuck Brown's guitar in the hip-hop museum? I mean, what what you think? Like, uh, well, you have, of course, elements of both are, they, they kind of transition over. I'm all for it, 100%. That, that'd be, I, I, yeah. I, I'd like Chuck to Brown's see first like guitar? That. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see something like for that. For sure. Like, even like uh, New Orleans, like, uh, what they got, like, Bounce Down there or something like that? Right, their music, right, yeah. right. Some of their Different. elements in there too as well. Yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent for that. That would Absolutely. be solid. Yeah, that would be solid. Yeah, I'm telling you, you with sixty thousand sixty thousand square feet of, of space. That's a goddamn airport hangar. You can fucking do a <laughs> lot. You can do a lot. Yeah, that's even bigger than a hangar. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's just, that is. I mean, that's just like you said, that's that's acres. Yeah, exactly. Forty acres in a mule. Hey, Amen. Shout out to reparations. <laughs> 
still waiting on them. That's incredible. Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> In due time. That's um that's exciting, man. I'm um yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I, I I'd like to see that. Yeah. My man, I got family up in um up in Brooklyn. Well, also say right there, Chuck Brown. Chuck, Chuck Brown, the only go go artist to truly break out of DC, so he could fit in there and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Chuck Brown. Chuck, if Chuck Brown's not in there, I'm not sure. I don't have the numbers on me. I haven't heard anything about Chuck Brown being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He should be. Like he, he should said. be. Yeah, if, absolutely. If he's not, yeah. he should be. Yeah, if he's not, but yes. Breaking barriers. Yeah. Come on, man. And he should be in the hip-hop museum for sure. Single-handedly. I'm not necessarily say single-handedly, but established. The Godfather. An entire culture in the nation's capital of music. Like, come on, bro. How are you not in someone's Hall of Fame? <laughs> like, yeah. Outside of D.C. Yeah, and he has like the typical like old head D.C. story. Came yeah, from yeah. the South. <laughs> came, came from the South and moved to D.C. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. so. did his thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I would love to see that Austin, definitely. Yeah. That'd be uh, that'd be great, man. I'm uh, I'm all for it. I'm all for this museum. We got to do, do some more research to this thing. We're going to have to look at like, like yeah. really look into some stuff. So, yeah. Uh, we, we, got our, we got some homework uh, over here at BNY. Yeah, yeah. So that's all. That's our. That's our five topics for the day, man. Definitely. That's that's a week in news by B and Y. Yeah, coming straight from us, man. Give, yeah. give y'all a different perspective, different take on it. Yeah, and not to mention we ain't doing like this old timey, you know, announcer voice. And now the news with B and Y. Yeah. You know, what I mean? all that right there. Like, I always hear people talk <laughs> that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now this is like legitimate. Yeah, we're here drinking. Smoke a little bit, yeah. Mimosas definitely got me on. Yeah, I'm uh, how much that we got left? Right yeah. right, I'm <laughs> What's left in there? We got a little bit. We got a little bit left. But um, dude, that's uh, that's it right there. That was solid. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, presenting news our way. Being why? Yeah, keeping it organic, baby. No corporate influence. None. Yeah, it's straight off the dome right here. This is what we do. Yeah, I mean, this is how we've been doing it. Damn. Yeah. Gotta enjoy it. Gotta love it. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that came through. Shout out everybody watching. Everybody watching. Appreciate the love. Share, comment, like, all the above. Yep, yep, yep. Clips coming soon. I can't wait for that. Not not clips like Pusha T and No Malice. Like, <laughs> like, like, like clips of the, the podcast coming soon, I promise. Yo. <laughs> Damn. Yo, shout out to Virginia Beach, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo. I can't wait yeah. for that editing, though. Just throw that out there as we as we leave out of here, man. When when she get that editing we got, going, man, we got something special for everybody coming out here soon. We got something special coming out. Definitely, it make it a lot we'll easier to a whole new level. Yeah, man. Like, make it easier for the people to digest the podcast. Easier yep. for sharing too, as well. So that's gonna be solid. Yeah, we got consistency, so we move on from there. Hey, uh, everybody out there, I want um just want to thank you. Yeah, couldn't do this without the people. Mm-mm. Just just couldn't, you know. I hate talking to dead air. So even if there's one person listening, you know. Thank you. That's, that's one life, you know. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Hey, we are grateful. Man, yeah. Shout out to everyone. Yeah. So number love for it. Thank you very much. Uh, catch us on Spotify. Like I said, catch, catch us on Apple Music. Catch us on um, Breaker. What else we're on? It's a, Google, it's a few more. Google. We're on a Google Podcast Google too as podcast. well. Uh, Anchor, Radio Public, Pocket Cast. Any, any 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 platform that we are uh, able to hell, if you got some suggestions for us, let us know. Hit us in the DMs. Let us know something that we might not have named, that we might not even be aware of. We got to reach out on there. Yo, shoot us the info. We're gonna do our due diligence, and we're gonna stream wherever we can be heard. 
Exactly. Hey, Dad, appreciate you coming out. Of course, baby. Next week? Always. Always. <laughs>